Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast with your hosts, Brian Blessing in Las Vegas and Cam Stewart in Toronto. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Monday, June 28th. 2021. And now live from Las Vegas, your host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, folks, the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing, Cam Stewart, and then there were two. We're down to the Stanley Cup final. The Canadians, who saw that coming against the Tampa Bay Lightning, Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, Cam Stewart's hanging up just southwest of Toronto in Mississauga. Hello, Cameron. The hey, final what's happening, two. Brian? Yeah, no, it's been crazy. Uh, you you got to say this. Nobody saw the Montreal Can- Canadiens uh, going this far. Tampa Bay, we could expect that. But really interesting stuff, you know, and, and this is the, you know, perception, often not reality. Vegas is basically like minus 460. You're like, you got to be kidding me. Tampa Bay's, a, in my opinion, a better team, and they're only laying uh, 260 in this series. So this uh, line seems a little more realistic. Well, it speaks volumes, I would say, this throughout the course of the playoffs. The numbers were just bizarre. I thought the Islanders never got any respect from the odds yep. makers in that entire series against the Bruins. They were giving you money. Then Vegas comes up four minus four seventy five in a series against the Canadians, and it's the semifinals. They'd won seven in a row and had Carey Price. I mean, who makes that number? No, it's a horrible number. But this one is a little bit more realistic. Tampa Bay's a great team. They got great goaltending. Uh, we know about Braden Point. He scored in nine straight playoff games, almost tied Reggie Leach's record of 10. This team is deep. They got great defense. They're they're physical. They're dirty. They're they're everything. Montreal's And Montreal's a team on the rise, too, and you can never count these guys out. They're getting more confidence. Cole Caulfield's one of the better players. It's going to be scary what we see in a couple of years. Nick Suzuki's really uh, done his thing. Montreal's, here's the bottom line, Brian. The penalty kill of Montreal that didn't let Vegas score versus Tampa Bay's power play, which in my opinion is the best in the league. You could look at the numbers just the way they moved the puck. Stamkos and Kucherov are lethal with the man advantage, and, and Montreal's penalty kill is fantastic. I think that a lot of teams have played Tampa Bay pretty tough five-on-five. Carolina did, but they got burned by uh, taking penalties. And uh, that, the same, you know, the Islanders hung with these guys for seven games. You can't give them an extra advantage. That's what Tampa Bay does. They're very good special on special teams, and Montreal's been fantastic, you know, uh, playing defensive hockey. So it's a contrast of styles here in the Stanley Cup final. Well, buddy, this is why I love doing the show with you. I mean, you just made my job easy. I mean, you just summed up the whole series. And, and <laughs> No, I mean, honestly. The question is, are you going to lay 260 with Tampa no. Bay, or are you going to take 220 with Montreal? It's going to be a oh, tight series, I think. Well, I'm not, I don't know about that. <laughs> See, and I'm, I'm trying to caution myself to not be disrespectful to Montreal, but I would say this. <sighs> Caulfield had four goals in the series. The entire Golden Knights forward group had four goals in the series. Vegas did not have a power play goal in the series. The entire series. That's on Vegas. I mean, a lot of it was what Montreal did. A real lot of it, maybe more, was what Vegas didn't do. And here's the deal. They are not shutting out Tampa Bay's power play. And I don't care what defensive forward you want to throw in Kucherov, you're not shutting him down the way they shut down Stone. Tampa Bay, the other thing, that series, Montreal and Vegas, they could have had eggshells in their pockets, or eggs. I mean, forget the shells, eggs. And they wouldn't have cracked. I mean, that was the least physical semifinal series in the history of the sport. 
Tampa Bay is going to batter these guys, and Montreal is going to go, oh, my God, what do we, we, we got our hands on here? It's going to be more physical. Tampa Bay's got scoring depth and guys that don't squeeze the stick, and the goaltending to me is a push. I, I, I don't know. I just I can't see this going more than five. I can. Uh, I think everyone's counted out Montreal before. I like the Lightning, but I, this team is great, but they're not invincible. I still think the Lightning are going to win. I agree with you there, but I wouldn't be shocked if it went six or seven, Brian. I'm actually looking at Montreal to play with these guys. They've counted them out at every single step of the series. And Tampa Bay, they're just one of these teams. I think, you know, I, how do I say this? I just think Montreal has something special going on. I think they can find ways to frustrate you. I think they're going to try to play lower scoring games, you know, and, and, and pounce on them and make the mistake very similar to the Islanders style of hockey. The Islanders brought these guys to game seven, Brian. They only had one stinker where they got blown out eight to nothing. And in that final game, I know Tampa Bay was a little bit better, but the Islanders had chances. Uh, sticks got in the way of open nets. Vasilevsky's great, but he can be beat. I still think Carey Price is playing at a better level than him. I, I like Tampa Bay. I think this price is more reasonable at minus 260 if you want to, you know, I know you and you're a smart gambler. You want to parlay it. You're not going to lay 260. You'll find a dance partner or something else and put a parlay together or make it, uh, you know, into plus money. I think this thing might go the distance, Brian. I had Tampa in six. I'm starting to think even seven. I think it's going to be a classic. I think we're going to have overtime games, and I think it's going to be closer than people thought. Like in Vegas, we eventually knew. We and you talked. We go, Vegas is done. We watch the eye test, and we'll get to know from the first few games you know, after game three, if Montreal's still hanging with these guys, what kind of series it's going to be? Because we realized that Vegas was just not the same team and Montreal was eventually going to win. But Vegas, well, Vegas was in trouble. Vegas yeah. wasn't done. If Vegas would have played, I, I said this after game one, and they never adjusted until game six, and it was too late. Yeah. If Vegas, the way Vegas played in game six, if they'd have played that way in from game one, they'd have won the series. They refused to dump the puck in, played into Montreal's hands, and Montreal got them with the counter coming back the other way. Vegas played good enough to win game six. If they'd have played that way from game one on, Vegas would have won the series. I'm not knocking anything Montreal's done. It's a great story. You got Anderson and depth players and the Caulfield kid, uh, Suzuki. It's all great and good for them. It's a run. It's special. Tampa Bay's on a mission. They showed they wanted to win it again. It's just the depth that they've got. They don't have guys that squeeze the stick the way that Vegas does. They're way more physical than Vegas is. And I, 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 think, I think people maybe get, go look through rose-colored glasses a little bit about, man, Montreal, look what they did. They beat Vegas. I, to me, Tampa Bay's not Vegas. Tampa Bay's not going to do the stupid crap that Vegas did. No, and I, I, I personally, I don't think it's going to be close. No, uh, well, hey, hey, me and you usually, hey, we were right on a lot of stuff. We usually have the same opinion. I do think it's going to be close, but maybe I'm seeing things through rose colored glasses, Brian. I'm a Leaf guy, and I, you know, I'm looking at Montreal. Oh, I know you don't like Montreal. All, all the credit it. in the world, like they're not my team. Like, uh, and, and Tampa Bay, it's not my team. Like you, to me, it's all about betting, right? And I guess we can look at Con Smythe. Uh, if you like Tampa Bay, it's going to be Vasilevsky at uh, plus two twenty five or point at points four to one. Points four to one. That's, that's stupid. A great, that's a you know what? I'm betting point and bet that. That is stupid. That, that is, is stupid that, because you know. Oh by, oh, by the way, yes. All right, the guy's got the the goal scoring streak and the clutch goals and the whole nine yards. The problem with the con Smythe is all the media whack a moles show up for the final. And they basically vote on what they see in the final. Yeah, and they give it to the goalie most of so, the time. So 
Yeah. So that's why Vasilevsky's two to one and points four to one. But but the but the full resume of what points done to this point, he should be the guy as of today. He should be the favorite. Uh, he going in, he should be the favorite. And if Point gets a game winner or an overtime goal in this series, I, the, that's a great bet. Four to one, you're nuts not to take that one. I agree. So I'm going to do that. And if Montreal, if you think they're going to win, there's two options there. Carey Price is obviously the front runner at two plus two fifty, but Cole Caulfield is sixty to one. Brian, for that Montreal to win, he's going to have to keep on doing what he's doing. I think that is a ridiculous price and worth a sprinkle. Sixty to one to the guy that scored like the biggest goals against Vegas in the series. If Montreal is going to win, he's going to be a big part of it. But you know they give it to the goaltender. But I'm saying at sixty to one, you got to give a, that guy a shot if you like Montreal. Just my opinion. Oh. No, no, no. I, it's ridiculous. Well, you know I what I think of your opinion. You're absolutely <laughs> – no, I'm your spot no, I'm on. Good. I'm pretty good. Golf, golf was good this week. <laughs> um, hold on oh, a second. Sorry. Hello. Let me, let me, look, let me yeah. look real quick. Price is, uh, you know, low-hanging fruit. See, because yeah. the thing is – So who else? The There's people, nobody else. Well, wait a minute. People are like, oh, Price stole this series against the – no, he didn't. No, he I didn't. News, I got news here. The Vegas goalies were under more duress than Price ever was. Excellent right. point. Here's the here's the um, the postseason stats for Montreal. Tavoli's got 14 points. Suzuki's got 13. Caulfield has nine, but he's got four goals in what were three of them game winners. I don't know. It's pro- I think put it this way. I think Point is way more likely to win the Con Smythe. Then Caulfield is to win the Conn Smythe over the goalie, depending on who wins. Obviously, points four to one and Caulfield sixty to one. But I'm saying with Tampa Bay, you have to you have to bet on point. We don't usually say something at four to one is a good number, but I think he's a hell of a lot better than than Vasilevsky in this year. Without Braden Point, without Braden Point, Tampa Bay's not here. Well, no, that's, no, that's, that's and Vasilevsky's and, a good goalie, but it's different. But I've Braden told the point story is, before that the, the one year. I mean, honestly. Uh, you know, I had him at 40 to one. Drew Doughty should have won the Con Smythe. That's crap. And in the final, Justin Williams gets two overtime goals, so they give it to him. So your swing at Caulfield's not nuts. He's already done some big things. But in this year, Caulfield's got to, you know, whatever. If Montreal wins it, Caulfield's got to be like the leading scorer for the Habs. He's got to have five goals. But the way that he's been playing, that's certainly in the realm of possibility, not a 60 to one shot. Yeah, and, and you and you know, too, with the story, Carey Price will probably give it to him. I'm just saying, out of all the players, I think Tampa Bay, they're the favorites in the series at minus 260, and you get a guy with double the odds. So I'd rather take a shot and pass on Vasilevsky to, to, to your point, take point. Yeah, let's go. You kind of kind of missed that. <laughs> I don't know. What's the point? Of betting well, Vasilevsky at two to one. I'll, I'll, I'll take all right. It. Well, so we we can only do so much on that. We, we it's funny because usually you and I are very very much. I don't know what it is, Brian. I'm just like, am I am am I late to the party? It's just like I started to figure out Montreal. No, maybe I'm late to the party because because I thought Vegas would beat Montreal. But that being said, when I watch it, part of me is like. Was I wrong, or was Vegas' approach to it flawed? And I'm more inclined. I think to both. Vegas' approach to it was a disaster. It was a disaster. You've got You're a right. you got a power play that they didn't score one power play goal. They they went four for forty three in the playoffs. That's on the coaches. How do you not make the power play ever get better? It was a disaster, and they could have beat these guys if they simply stopped being this arrogant batch of morons. Where we're going to skate it in, and we're so good. 
instead of dumping it in, get the lead, and then let the ice open up. I'm not knocking Montreal. Montreal did everything in their power. They did what they needed to do to win. It's just Vegas was a bunch of idiots and played into their hands. Tampa Bay is not going to do that. No, I agree. I agree. But I, I think Montreal's coaches are did a fantastic job, and we'll see. Maybe they adjust to what Tampa Bay can do. I, I, I just think, Brian, it's one of those things I'm not going to say Montreal's going to win the Stanley Cup. I just think it's going to be really close. I think we're going to see some overtime games. Uh, I just think they're a lot closer than Tampa Bay than people think. I think Carolina played with Tampa Bay. The problem with Carolina is their penalty killing sucked, and it was great during the regular season. Uh, Florida outplayed these guys at points, but they didn't get it done the whole time. You just nailed where I was going. Because if you think about it, you beat who's in front of you. Toronto's as phony as the day is long. They beat Winnipeg without Shifley. And then they played Vegas, who couldn't score a power play goal in the entire playoffs. That's true. Okay, so Montreal, did. it's not their fault. You beat who's in front of you. They're walking in front of a bus now. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Tampa Bay might be right there. Montreal's it's, it's, bu- hey, it's not like Tampa, Montreal's driving a jalopy here. Like these I, yeah, but they know, but, they, but I just tell you everything, who they beat to get there. That's true. Wait a minute, Tampa Bay, Florida was really good. They beat the Carolina, you and I thought we were going to win the cup. They beat Carolina. Yeah. And then Barry Trotz and the Islanders. I mean, they were life and death, but they found a way to get by them. You tell me who had the harder road to oh, get. Oh, they had way, Tampa Bay had the way harder road. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I, th- I think, I think it goes six, seven, and you think it goes five. So we both have Tampa Bay. It's not like we don't think uh, Tampa Bay is going <laughs> to win the Stanley Cup. I just think it's going to be a lot harder than you think. That's all. I know. All right. So then the one other thing that's the end of the final. What an offseason this is going to be. we got the Seattle expansion draft coming up, and then draft day, there are going to be blockbuster deals. Uh, the cap remains the same, but a lot of teams are going to be totally revamping everything. You talk about by the time we get back next fall camp, we're going to be talking about a lot of new-look teams. We are, and we'll see what happens with the crack. And I'll tell you one thing, a lot of general managers, before they uh, sign on the dotted line and say it's official, they're going to be looking because Vegas built their team you talk about it all the time, Brian, through general managers getting fleeced, like dumb moves, Carlson with, with Columbus and all the other guys, Tuck in Minnesota. It's like Vegas did a great job coming into the league, and nobody saw this coming. It's one of the craziest stories in sports. I'm not going to say the Kraken are going to have the Ottawa slash Tampa Bay expansion when they lost every game like 8-1 to one for a while, but I don't think it's going to be as easy for the Seattle Kraken. And your Buffalo Sabres going to be making moves. Other teams like the Leafs, they got to figure things out. You're right. There's going to be a lot of movement because uh, – the whole goal is to to win the cup, right? And uh, I think there's going to be tons and tons and tons of movement. But GMs, be careful. Don't let Seattle fleece you the way Vegas did to other teams. Look what they've done. It's been amazing. Indeed. It's funny. I was just starting to do the, the deep dive on the some of the expansion lists and the names that are out there. And the funny thing is, it's not hideous, but it doesn't look great. But the funny thing is, you know, going into the Vegas draft, you're looking at the list and you're going, well, I don't know how this is going to work. So... I mean, you, you can't, yeah, you can't sit there. Yeah, you can't sit there and just, I mean, because it's, it, but the, the difference is, Cam, it's the side deals that go with the list of yep. guys. Again, and I can't believe that they're going to be more than a handful of guys that are going to take the bait again. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see, Brian. I don't know. I just, I, I just see this thing full. We talked about it. We're going to take a look at what Seattle does, but my first bet is probably going to be taking the Kraken under the points total because everyone thinks 
you know, they're going to look at the Vegas expansion model and think, hey, it's a license to print money. It's not that simple. That was just a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and I don't think it happens again. Well, I think they're looking at Jake Allen as their goalie, a little different than Flurry. Jake Allen is going to be Seattle. That's still a good goalie, though. He's, He's a good, good goalie. Well, I'm on the list. I <laughs> what am I doing? Okay, cracking over point. No, no, no. They're still going under. <laughs> You're the man. Buddy, it was a fun year. It's yeah. always fun talking pucks with you. We'll reconvene in the fall. Can't wait to do it again on the Hockey Betting Podcast. And we invite you to check out all the archives and all the good stuff that's there at the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. Good stuff, Cammy. Put a lid on it for the summer. Got it. Yeah, summer. Put on, put on my sunblock. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Check out the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. We got a number of books that have joined up with us and have incredible sign-up offers for you to play hockey with that first deposit. Get on board. Go to the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. Click the link, sign up, jump in, have some fun with us. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.